Texas. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you back to the podcast. And thank you so much for sharing this with so many. We have become one of the most listened to podcasts in the mortgage space. And it's because of what you have done to share it with others and your colleagues. So I want to say a big thank you to you for being here and for sharing this podcast. It's Monday, November 16th of 2020. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. And we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. I'm really excited today for our hot topic. We're continuing down the series of what's going on with improving and increasing productivity of our underwriters. We're all paying them a lot more money these days. So are we getting all that we can for this increased investment? We're going to have Frank Poise coming on. He's Managing Director of Product Development for Black Knight. He's here to talk about the digital mortgage user experience, the need to go hand-in-hand and improving underwriting, creating satisfied customers and borrowers, and uh, they've got some great tools. So we're really looking forward to having Frank on, so be sure to stay tuned to the Hot Topic segment. And uh, you'll be very pleased that you did. I want to say a special thank you to the Industry Syndicate. We're so glad to be part of that. Industrysyndicate.com, as well as Mortgage Media for all the latest podcasts. Also, Indicom has partnered with a company called Form Free to introduce their business health check. And so be sure to check all of that out. Go to their website. Press release is on our website. You can learn more about that. Also, a special thank you to our sponsors, starting with the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. So be sure to get Mortgage Action Alliance app to your device. It's so important that you have that. By the way, you do not need to be a member of the NBA to have your voice heard. Of course, you should be a member of the NBA. Tell that all the time. So hope you'll be signing up to become a member if you're not. Also, to Finastra, who's a mortgage bot solution product. We're grateful to have them as a sponsor. They do a great job out there. Uh, I just saw notice Finastra. They had a major announcement coming out that Christian Investors Financial selected Finastra. They're providing further technology solutions. So congratulations on that major sale. We also want to say thank you to Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative. A very solid excellent two co-ops and by the way black knight is a part of both of these organizations and i get to see our friends at black knight at every one of these you need to look into these two co-ops letters one mortgage collaborative they create meaningful connections between lenders and vendors as well as really talking about what's going on we're going to have tom gallucci on with the mortgage collaborative talking here soon and also the community mortgage lenders of america grateful for them as well as indicom and our partnership with indicom and all that they do so go back and listen to the podcast we did with them recently as well as accelerate josh at accelerate there's so much to help create an engaging experience for the buyer as well as Ainsworth advisors as well as ai assist Celebrity Home Loans, Innovian. Talking about Innovian, Ted Kramer. Got to go check out what those guys do. Probably one of the most impressive business intelligence BI tools out there when it comes to setting prices. You just cannot set prices intelligently in this dynamic world without using a tool like Innovian. Be sure to check it out. Also, Knowledge Coop, which is a great training tool, Mobility RE, as well as Modex. Both of these companies help you in your recruiting. 
finding out what's going on with the fellows. Are they really top producers? Both these companies have the business intelligence tool. A must have. And I'd recommend you have both of them because they're a nice complement to each other. Also, Velma is a great way of getting your messaging out. We use them constantly, as well as VendorSurf and Vidyard. And also, and finally, special thank you to Alice, Allen, and Matt for their contributions each and every week. Now we transition into the hot topic. If you're listening live, just stay right here. We move right on. If you're listening on a downloaded basis, the next podcast is what we're about ready to get into. Be sure to catch it and listen to it all the way through. Let's get started in this week's hot topic segment. We've got Frank Poise joining us. He is managing director of product strategy, origination technologies at Black Knight Inc. So it's good to have you here with us, Frank. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to be here. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you doing? I'm so impressed with who they hire and how you all think. And it shows up in the acquisitions, the companies you're acquiring. But we're talking about underwriting and what we could do to improve the overall underwriting experience, greater ROI out of the increased investment we're making to underwriters. So you have an impressive background. Can you talk a little bit about your unique experience as it relates to underwriting? Tell us a little bit about yourself and the journey. Sure. You and I have both been around the business long enough uh, to remember the days when Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were introducing DU and LP. Oh, yeah. I was a chief lending officer back in the day, and we were running a pretty good-sized mortgage business for our portfolio. And, and that transition was incredible. We were amazed at the improvement in underwriter productivity, and uh, we're certainly relieved about the benefits in terms of risk and our reps and warrants relief associated with the UNLP. Now, we both also remember that if you fast forward, you know, 15 years, not much incrementally happened. It was pretty much a long period of time where technology wandered back and forth from the internet bubble to then wandering into the crisis. And over the last 10 years, though, um, I've started to really see an acceleration of attention to technology and its ability to deliver true improvement in the industry. And so as a consultant for about five and a half years, I visited many of our colleagues, hopefully some of you are on the podcast today listening. We've seen not only the, quote, day one certainty and other alternatives for doing verifications come along, but we've also seen the birth of MISMO, the growth of MISMO as a standard. And we're all paying attention now to data in ways that we didn't before. And of course, everything about the data turns into all that underwriters have at their disposal in order to make a decision. So between being in the eligibility business back about 15 years ago to being in ops for a very large mortgage banker to my consulting time, and then most recently at Analytics, working with Rob Kessel and his team, helping to grow that business just before the Black Knight acquisition, I've been seeing how digital decisioning, even if it's just helping loan officers to decide which product to offer, was starting to come into its own. And when Rich Gagliano asked me to join him at Black Knight during the Compass acquisition, I was ecstatic because this is my dream job. And I'm really pleased to be able to be here to talk about how exciting things are going to be in the next few years for our industry. And the best part about having you on the podcast is you've been in the industry just a few months longer than I have. It's good to see a veteran in the industry here. Underwriting is a key to evaluating and minimizing the risk involved with originating loan. And we all know it's one of the most critical components, Frank, in the entire process. But let's get specific. What is really at stake here? How do you guys see it? I, I consider underwriting to be a fulcrum for risk. It embodies operational credit and financial risk altogether. Operationally, that's what people mostly think about. 
It's very right. expensive. We get two underwrites a day. They're the most expensive employees besides salespeople. And they really do very much drive the cost equation at mortgage banks. But the truth is that credit is really what they're all about, of course. Uh, yep. And you have underwriting background. So that decisioning part is not only crucial to our industry now and in the future, but it comes into play in a lot of different ways. And let's face it, poor underwriting means I've got repurchase risk, or if I'm a banker, I've got portfolio risk. And in financially, everybody knows what happens to execution if you have a repurchase and what your cost changes to if you've got underwriting problems along the way that stretch out the pipeline. And not to mention the financial, operational, and credit risk associated with giving poor customer service as it relates to making decisions poorly or slowly. But we're also led by agencies and investors. The right. truth is the industry is yep. driven by the requirements that we have. And so as individual mortgage bankers, we can only manage the risk to a point and then have to manage the changes that come at us from the outside world. So coming up with a really good efficiency improvement program is really something the industry has to work on. You know, right. investors accepting new standards and new capabilities, driving them as the agencies have been. And also understanding that underwriters have a place at the table that's not only critically important to independent mortgage bankers, but it's even more important to bankers who might be running portfolios or providing services to their private banking customers. And when you start looking at the inherent risks in there and the costs associated with underwriting, any thoughts on the best way to approach this challenge? Your last two podcasts were excellent. Between Joe and Brent, you got a, a really great slice of how the technology improvements, especially uh, in terms of automation, are, are going to help underwriting to be more efficient. And of course, we at Black Knight are attacking that problem. We have a, a product that we're working on that we are getting ready to release that provides a lot of automation improvements. We've got our AI platform. We've got a, a number of new technologies that are addressing the workflow problem inside of your LOS and inside of your operation. What I'd like to talk about here is the fact that we've got a challenge that goes beyond the digital. The foreseeable future, we're convinced that we're still going to have a mix of the analog and the digital for the foreseeable future. So just as we yeah. have hybrid e-closes, just as some consumers are not willing to do digital, the fact is there are aspects of the process that are going to require analog work, and we need to make sure we tune up for that. We provide tooling in our office environments and in our remote environments in order to make sure that underwriting is efficient and exactly how that happens is where we're focusing a lot of our energy right now, and yeah. that is in defining a really solid underwriter experience. Yeah, Alice, you've been in this industry and underwriter as I have and deep experience. Any questions that you have for Frank as we listen to this? Yes. Hi, Frank. I'm an old timer too. Remember carbon paper and PMI aura. So my question, I guess, is you mentioned this mix of digital and analog, which I think a lot of lenders are trying to cope with right now as the capacity jumps so quickly. So I think we get that we're going to have a little bit of analog, but I'd love to hear more about what do you see we can make more digital? What are some of the things that people might not think of that could be digital for underwriting? So the key is turning the analog into digital to the extent possible, and then using the digital manifestation of those things to drive a user experience that's going to improve productivity and job satisfaction for underwriters. 
again, I think we heard a lot about what Brent is doing in terms of helping in the verification space of what Joe and Black Knight are doing in order to digitize the process. So, of course, turning paper into data is critically important. I think one of the things that's often missed is the fact that we have a need for a combination of infrastructures to support that user experience that includes AI, but also includes deterministic logic. So the combination of business rules and AI-based kind of fuzzy decisions that are necessary in order to keep this process moving forward and to creating that richer mortgage underwriter experience, it really demands both of those things. And one of the things that we're working on really hard is finding the right balance of the two and applying the right tool to the right problem. So it's not true that AI solves everything and it's not true that workflow solves everything. And it's not true that simply having good business rules in the underlying systems is going to solve the problem. We need to orchestrate all of that to create a process that supports, yes, task-based workflow, as Joe mentioned. Yes, we have to support the digitization from outside of our companies that's going to provide really solid and uh, agency and investor accepted answers. But really, the truth is, without coming up with a good way to show that to an underwriter, a good way to orchestrate the process so that we step through the underwriting decisions in an orderly way, and that we provide a good way for underwriters to experience that. We talk a lot at Black Knight about what the customer experience needs to be and how do you design an experience that's going to allow people to be satisfied in their job, allow very expensive underwriters to be efficient. But you also need to make sure that first point, that job satisfaction and user experience satisfaction is central to how you plan so that you don't have as much turnover. So an underwriter is not willing to jump for that $20,000 bonus that some really desperate mortgage banker offers them when business is really good. Yeah. It, there's so much of that going on. Alice, anything else real quick? I, I love the, the term of how to show this to the underwriter, how to really make that underwriter experience better. I don't think a lot of people think about that, the individual. They just think about getting the work done and not yeah. minimizing and, and not making that experience better. Yeah, so one of the things that, that's foremost on our minds is how do we make sure that the user experience is cohesive? Remembering that underwriting is not just about underwriting. Underwriting is about processing too. Underwriting is about closing and post-closing too. Because if the underwriter either makes a mistake or is slowed down or just simply doesn't do the job at the right moment, the whole process can come apart. And if we solve the problems that underwriters have, like the documents to data problem, and show the underwriter not only here's the data, but here's where the data came from. The provenance of the data is critical mm -hmm. to the underwriter understanding that they can make a decision based on that data. So if we can do all that, we've actually already solved a lot of upstream problems. If we handle the documents and the underwriter simply presented with tax returns with the items that they have to underwrite to highlighted on the form, as well as tied into the income underwriting worksheet, guess what? They're going to make their decision faster and with more confidence. And by the way, by having done all that work, the processor didn't have to do anything. That came right off the paper. That is really good. I like the providence of data. Alan, jump in here, please. I know you're down here in that same neck of the woods as Frank is. So we all jealous about the good weather you guys are about to enjoy. Good to hear your voice again. Likewise, Alan. So... It's funny, there's so many of us mortgage folks that live here in the same town, and none of us ever get together and see each other, only in airports and trade shows, which is funny. So we'll have to figure out how to change that soon. 
This is going back to my prior life. It's something I spent many years working on, extracting data, and it was all meant for underwriters. And then also everything you're talking about, showing the transparency of where the data came from. How many times is it persistent, doc? Where is it wrong? I'm thinking if you can maybe share with our listeners what some of the plans are, what you're already working on. Sure. So we're working to launch our underwriting assist platform, uh, which combines the features that we talked about. We're expecting it to be ready for initial client release uh, in January. And it combines what I consider to be the technology triad. It's, it includes AI. It includes deterministic rules and it includes a user experience. So David, you mentioned Shelly Leonard is our mm-hmm. product officer and Shelly and her team have developed a user experience foundation that we use in order to create the platforms that we provide to our most important users. In our servicing business, we have our servicing digital platform and now we have our borrower digital and loan officer digital platforms launching right now. And as we started to design our point of sale, the borrower digital platform, we very quickly said, we really can't design a solid experience for consumers without also designing a solid experience for the loan officers who work with them all day long. And so we built the two together. We mm. didn't create a separate platform. They share the same platform. They share the same user experience. And they share much of the same data. And that was intentional. By design, we wanted to make sure that the experience was cohesive. So that if a loan officer has to talk to a consumer, they're talking to the consumer and they can relate to what the consumer is able to do online. Not just co-browse, but it even looks the same. This interview questions are in the same order. The loan officer has flexibilities, the consumer doesn't, but they share an experience that helps them to work through the process. And what we learned through the process of building those platforms, we're now applying to the underwriting user experience. We also have on our roadmap a post-closing solution. Now, you might ask, why didn't we do processing first? Well, we were attacking post-closing because, to be quite honest, it's the idea of knowing what documents you have, knowing what data you have in the documents, having a workflow platform that allows for task-based work assignment, but that also provides visibility overall in order to do things like understand quality, connect into QC vendors, connect into investors, and basically deliver that final high-quality loan. Those are two things that we're building right now. The, the underwriting assist platform is very exciting because of the scale capability that it's going to provide to underwriting. Yeah, you've talked about a triad, AI, determinists, and what was the third thing? The user experience backbone. Yeah, and tying those together, there's a little art to that, really being able to do that. It was so fun. I found this old article that I was quoted back in 1986 about what is happening with AI. And I made a statement then that I could have used to quote now, and that is, it's such a powerful tool. But are we going to see these tools put an end to the underwriter as a profession? What's your thoughts and perspective on this? I don't see that. I don't see it that way. I, I see each of these tools as assisting the underwriter in making decisions in the complex world of humans. Let's face it, humans are chaotic. The idea that AIs can anticipate all of the change and all of the many options that could be presented when you start to underwrite a deal and in the near term and given the way that the investor community handles purchases and the way that mortgage businesses inside of banks handle portfolio lending and handle the niche kinds of lending that banks tend to do. All of those factors make for a very complex business. So AI, and we even call our AI, it's it's called AVA, virtual assistant. I think that's the right perspective. It should be viewed as an assistant, all the technology tools. We're not getting away from that. Alice, I want to come to you. 
Hi, Frank. Was there anything that jumped out at you when you started working with this visual assistant concept mm-hmm. and a user underwriter experience that you were surprised about that underwriters needed? I think I was surprised most about the gap between the technology thinking and the business reality. So Black Knight has a tremendous amount of talent applied to all of these problems. And it's funny that as an industry, still struggle with everything from MISMO to whether or not in a given economic circumstance, a given kind of digital verification is going to work. It's that chaos between what actually is happening on the front lines of mortgage bankers every day and how their technology gets applied that we at Black Knight have been working on hardest because it's a very significant challenge. The complexity of the industry is not to be ignored. If I have a few moments, a funny story. Yeah. I was with a technology firm in the early 2000s, and we were selling software. It was partly custom, partly not custom. It was a workflow and imaging platform connected up with a number of other systems, including capital market systems. And we were building out a correspondent lending platform. And the chief technology officer of our company uh, was getting tired of a four hours long requirements gathering session. And we got to that four hour point and he thought we were done. He said, okay, Frank, is that all? And I said, yeah, but, and he got all upset. He freaked out. He said, this industry is crazy. The industry got all of these non-linear decisions that we have to make. It's really nuts. So this is a guy who worked on the launch control system for the space shuttle. He's somebody that has technology skills. So naturally I said, Greg, It's not rocket science, to which he said, my favorite quote of all time in the industry, to which he said, no, it is much worse. It's either a launch or it's not a launch. Mortgage banking is way more complicated. So if you have anybody criticize our industry, you can tell them with authority that it's much harder than rocket science. So don't be critical that we're so slow at adopting tech. There's one thing that you could think of for lenders on the technology side that you could say with what you're doing how it really will help bring them to the next level. Is there anything that you'd want to leave them with? It's off topic, but I'm actually very excited by our digital platforms. Not only the digital point, the point of sale, our borrower digital and our loan officer digital platform, but our expedite close platform coupled with our latest acquisition, Doc Verify, our remote online notary solution. It's been fascinating. The demand for those platforms has been incredible due to COVID. But what I think the work that remains to be done by the industry is to really pay attention to leveraging that set of capabilities, knowing that you can with confidence deliver it to virtually everybody that you do business with. Of course, you have to check eligibility, like not only at the state level, but with your counterparties, with your investors. So making sure you as a lender prepare to be able to remain digital is something that I think everybody should be paying attention to while we wait to see if 2021 will be yet another record year or not. Yeah, and I think there's more potential. You look at the demographics, you look at what's coming in. I'm very bullish in the mortgage industry, and I think no matter where rates go, you could kill it if it goes really too high. But I really think with as much uncertainty, it plays into lower rates. Yes, rates are rising right now, but we still have an overall very bullish market. I think could have a better partner than Black Knight. You guys have such a great suite of products, but really beyond the products, it's the talent. And it's like yourself. In fact, there's one of our clients that says using Black Knight and we're just so thrilled and really excited about the e-closing solutions, everything you're doing on the e-mortgage. But are you seeing a significant pickup? I mean, we're two and a half is the industry standard right now. Using your tools and technology, what do you see in underwriters' capability and capacity? I would love to see the 10X lift that Joe talked about. I think that it's way too early to tell, 
Our mm -hmm. underwriting assist platform, you know, we think is going to easily provide a multiple in terms of caseload. I think that, as I said earlier, it all depends on adoption by investors and agencies, and to be honest, by bankers as well. So we're going to have this continuum of underwriters who have to do a lot of manual underwrites, products that are more difficult to underwrite, and the ones that are really easy. So we're going to drive out the cost in doing the W-2 wage earner and easy stuff pretty quickly. But remember, they're not the ones that cost us all the time. So we're actually trying to work hardest on the harder deals because that's where the real pickup will be. So mm, we can yeah. take an underwriter who's a specialist in, in government lending or a specialist in private banking clients and double their productivity. That's where there's some real operating leverage. Yeah. So much to look forward to. Technology is a big part growing. It's always been a big part for the mortgage landscape. It's even more so. I can't think of a better partner anyone would want to have than Black Knight because of all that you're doing. You have so many of my friends that work there. I could just go on and on. But you're very fortunate to join up with a great company, Frank. So grateful to have you on the podcast today, sharing your thoughts and some of the latest going on now that you're there. Very excited. Thank you. Likewise. It's been fun and exciting. So I'm looking forward to joining you again for an update sometime soon. I am. I'm looking forward to having you back for sure. Folks, we have had as our guest, Frank Poise. He's Managing Director of Product Strategy, Origination Technologies at Black Knight. Just one more outstanding executive joining an already outstanding team of executives with a real great vision. Pay attention to this company, folks. They've got some things dialed into the tools they have in their uh, tool chest. Or it's more like a war chest. Is It's going to be significant moving forward. Looking forward to having you back to the podcast next week. As we exit, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsor. Black Knight, as well as Finastra, as well as those Community Mortgage Lenders of America, as well as Indicom, Accelerate, Ainsworth Advisors, Mobility, RE, Modex, and so many others. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.